baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now clear sky and our temperature is one below. A winter storm with blowing snow and wind chills nearing 40 below hammered central Kansas Thursday. At Wichita's Eisenhower National Airport, many flights were canceled or delayed. Road crews were busy overnight treating the roads for ice and snow, but the highways and streets were still slick during the morning rush hour yesterday. As a result, there were some crashes and spinoffs. Thousands of Kansans dealt with power outages at a time when they needed warmth in their homes and businesses. Evergy said most of its outages were in the Wichita metro area, with as many as 12,000 customers without power. This morning, Wichita side streets are snow-packed, and there is snow and slick spots on the major streets and highways. The emergency accident reporting plan is in effect. The Senate votes to approve a spending bill worth $1.7 trillion to avoid a government shutdown. Jeff's, uh, Fox's Jeff Paul reports. The bill passed in the Senate by a vote of 68 to 29. Now the 4,000-plus page bill heads to the House. And there's sort of a race to get it pushed through before a partial government shutdown that could occur just 24 hours from now. Now, more than $770 billion will go towards non-defense spending. $858 billion will help finance defense programs. $45 billion will also help Ukraine and NATO allies, bringing the total given to Ukraine to more than $100 billion. Now, it's important to note that Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell supported the bill, but his driving force was to boost the defense spending for the U.S. military. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the bill will go uh, toward helping American families military veterans, and national security. Again, that bill needs to be approved by the House. The House January 6th committee is out with its final report, charging that former President Trump criminally engaged in a multi-part conspiracy to overturn the 2020 election results. The House panel released its 845-page report late Thursday after interviewing more than 1,000 witnesses. Those witnesses included law enforcement, some of Trump's closest aides, and some of the rioters. The report says the cause behind the violence was one man, Donald Trump. And it says the then-president put pressure on officials and Vice President Mike Pence to game the system or break the law to overturn the election. The committee concluded the riot put democracy and the lives of lawmakers at risk. Trump has been saying the panel's been on a witch hunt. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. Police have arrested 24-year-old Dequila Sellers of Wichita on three counts of aggravated child endangerment stemming from a fire investigation. Around 12.55 Wednesday afternoon, officers are called to a domestic violence call in the 4400 block of East Bailey. While approaching the address, officers observed a four-year-old male on the porch of a different address crying. Believing the child was locked out of his home, officers opened the door and a large amount of smoke exited the house. Officers saw a two-year-old male on the couch and a fire in the kitchen. 
One officer removed the two-year-old from the residence, and the other officer entered and checked for any other people in the home. A three-month-old child was located in a back bedroom. All three children were put into a warm patrol car as Wichita Fire and EMS crews responded. Officers remained with the children until a parent arrived on the scene about 45 minutes later. The investigation revealed that Sellers left her three children alone in the residence to go get Christmas presents. The four- and two-year-olds were treated on the scene for smoke inhalation. The three-month-old was transported to a local hospital for treatment. This case will be presented to the DA's office in coming weeks. Steve Boyer, KNSS News. A Christmas message from the White House Thursday. President Biden spoke from the White House Cross Hall with lit Christmas trees behind him and said the story of Christmas brings with it messages of hope, love, and peace that speak to all, regardless of faith. The president said the pandemic has taken so much from us all, including one million Americans, and that politics has become so divisive and ugly. But as tough as these times have been, if we look a little closer, we see bright spots all across the country. The strength, the determination, the resilience that's long-defined America. The president said in his words he hopes this holiday drains us of the poison that has infected our politics and marks a fresh start for the country, that there is more that unites us than divides us as Americans. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6.05, five minutes past six o'clock. I don't know if there'll be snow. Steve is in the morning here on KNSS on this Friday morning, Christmas Eve, Eve. (laughs) 610 now, 10 minutes past 6 o'clock. United Methodist Open Door provides food and clothing to people in need across 11 counties in South Central Kansas. Executive Director Deanne Smith tells KNSS News, Open Door does a lot of work with the homeless, many of whom suffer from mental problems. What is Open Door's biggest challenge? Getting access for mental health and substance abuse um, treatment. Um, the Mental Health Association did a uh, nationwide report um, just released about a month ago for 2023, and uh, we rank, Kansas ranks 51 out of 51 for a mental health um, prevalence and access to care. Really? So we're at the bottom? We're at the very bottom. Isn't that something to be proud of? Deanne Smith is our guest this weekend on Issues 2022, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8 on KNSS. A judge in Arizona will now decide whether the results of the state governor's race are legitimate. This marked the end of a two-day hearing with Republican Carrie Lake seeking to change the result of the governor's race. Her attorney, Kent Olson, said faulty printers and how votes were handled was unfair. This is about trust, Your Honor. It's about restoring people's trust. But Abba Khanna, who represented the governor-elect, said it wasn't machinery or procedure that cost Lake. Carrie Lake lost the election because, at the end of the day, she received fewer votes than Katie Hobbs. The inauguration for the next Arizona governor is set for January 5th. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. The federal government is getting involved a month after a traffic crash in California. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says it will send a team to investigate a Thanksgiving Day crash involving several vehicles on the San Francisco-Oakland Bay Bridge. A Tesla was involved, and there are concerns the vehicle may have been using its self-driving software. Nine people were hurt. Elon Musk is the CEO of Tesla. Tom Graham, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 612, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. 
took a look at whichway.org, the Kansas Department of Transportation uh, website, where you can actually see the traffic cameras and get all the traffic conditions out there. Right now, KDOT has most of the highways in the Wichita area listed as partially covered with snow, slippery, plowed snow, varying ramp conditions, and treated pavement. Basically, continue to take it easy out there today. We've still got a lot of slick spots on the roadways, and it's still very, very cold out there this morning. We do have a stalled-out vehicle southbound on I-235, right around Zoo Boulevard. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Temperatures fell below zero overnight across Wichita and south-central Kansas. We're still going to have some slick spots or icy patches on the road. It'll be sunny, breezy throughout today, getting nowhere near the freezing mark or high 13. Wind chill at 25 below zero. A clear sky overnight, Charlo 2 below, sunny and 22 on Christmas Eve. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now clear sky, zero, zero degrees. Northwest wind at 16 miles per hour. Wind chill is 20 below. And uh, last hour, our temperature was one below, so we have warmed up this past hour one degree to zero. Good morning, Ted. Hello there. A powerful winter storm across central Kansas Thursday. Wichita's high temperature, 32 degrees. That was just after midnight. That was at midnight, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Normal high for the date, 44. And... uh, we had three inches of snow measured at, at Eisenhower. A little more than yeah, what the, the, the we west were side and the northwest side got much more than the mm-hmm. east side did. A little more than expected. They were looking at one inch or less. So there you go. And uh, just a review of the oh, Ron L uh, said one to three. One to three. We're, so he's in the ballpark. Right he's in the ballpark. The uh, emergency accident reporting plan. I checked with dispatch earlier this morning, and they said, "Yeah, they're going to do it again today." Uh, and that means if there's no injuries, no drugs or alcohol, no hit and run. And vehicles are movable. You just exchange information with the other driver and fill out a report online within 24 hours. That way we don't keep our police, police officers and traffic investigators that busy that long. All right. It's it's, <laughs> it's very cold out there this morning. Yes, it is. Yikes. It is Man. bitter. That took me trying to get home yesterday. In, you know, when I go at mid-morning, I was sitting in my car for a good 20 minutes trying to get the damn... And the darned heater to work. Oh, good luck with that. The defroster on that old car of mine, it's a 20-year-old car. Yeah. Never did have a, a good heater. Yeah. And in conditions it, like it, this, it's just. It, it, I never did get it. I get scraped and scraped, and I never did get vision. But I went ahead and drove home anyway. I took Douglas all the way home. Yeah. Well, that's a good plan. I didn't get up on the interstate. Yeah. But, uh, I think that's a good decision. Finally got there. It is really, really cold out there this morning, but I was telling Steve when I got in, I stepped outside this morning to come over here and thought, you know, this doesn't feel too bad. It's just because of the difference in the wind. In the between wind. yesterday, the wind was yeah, it was insane. it was so awful. And I guess we had a squall warning around eight o'clock. In we the had morning. a couple yesterday morning while we were on the air. Both. Yeah, a squall. I did the I didn't know what a, exactly a squall is, but I got the definition here. Squall is a sudden, sharp increase in wind speed lasting. Minutes as opposed to a wind gust, which lasts only for seconds. They are usually associated with active weather, such as rain, showers, thunderstorms, or heavy snow. Yeah. Or when a baby's up at set at night, that's a squall, too. I've been through those squalls. <laughs> but, uh, wow, what a strange weather day. Just absolutely incredible. Once, Maybe once in a lifetime with all that 
goofiness that was going on. But we're trying to get back to normal today, except that it's still going to be cold for a day or two. On this date in 1823, the poem, Account of a Visit from St. Nicholas, was published in the Troy, New York Sentinel. The verse, more popularly known as Twas the Night Before Christmas, was later attributed to Clement C. Moore. You got that memorized? Yep. Night before Christmas, all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Yeah. That's a good poem. I learned that when I was a youngster. Want to say happy Festivus to everybody. Today is Festivus, the festival for the rest of us. And I've got my Festivus poll out that Ted gave me last year. Yeah. Is it last year? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of years ago I gave it. It's got Mr. Costanzo on there. I've got, it's got recordings. <laughs> that is, that's cute. Yeah, your Festivus poll. Festivus poll. This is a miniature, I guess. We're all, fest, we're no, all Festivus Festival poll. poll can be any size you want it to be. That's right. <laughs> festival, the Festivus for the rest of us. All right, we're <laughs> celebrating Festivus today. And if you don't mind, Ted, maybe a little later on, let's go ahead and talk about some of the great movies at Christmas time. Why not? We've just kind of brushed on it, but I got a list here that. Oh, my. I just took You're from all, the, You look at you, little took, elf. You're I mean, all organized yeah, over there. I just took from the 40s and 50s. Uh, but there are some other others, of course, uh, in uh, a little closer to, to today that are good, but. We'll look at the 40s and 50s. We'll, come in that. we'll do that at the 7 o'clock hour this morning. By the way, at noontime today, I'm going to be at the uh, Taco Bell, uh, South Meridian at uh, I-235 for the last of our Christmas cash giveaway. Somebody at random coming through the drive-thru, $98 in cash. Hey, now. Absolutely free, the Christmas cash giveaway, KNSS. 618, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, time for leadoff sports with Ted Woodward. Shockers. Playing some basketball last night, right, Ted? Yeah, and of course, we got the Chiefs coming up Chiefs tomorrow today, afternoon tomorrow. on Christmas Eve. Yeah. We got the first place Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Chiefs haven't played a home game in a month at Arrowhead. I'm sure they're glad to be home for Christmas. The Chiefs coming off back to back wins, the Seahawks coming off back to back losses. The Chiefs have won 15 straight regular season games against teams in the NFC. And there's only two teams in the league that Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs quarterback, has not defeated. Seattle Seahawks are one of those two. Is that one? Seahawks and the Vikings. These are two of the top seven scoring teams in the league. So you might expect this to be high-scoring game. The Chiefs and the Seahawks. Mitch Holtis, the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, will have his coverage beginning at 11 a.m. tomorrow on Christmas Eve. The game will kick off at noon tomorrow from Arrowhead Stadium. And, of course, you can hear all the action for the Chiefs live right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And two hours from now, our weekly live visit with Mitch Holtis, play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, coming up at 8.10 this morning, so be sure you're here for that. FanDuel has the Chiefs as a 10-point favorite in this game tomorrow. Wichita State men's basketball last night at Coke Arena. The Shockers hosting Texas Southern in uh, the non-conference finale. Shockers had a 16-point lead in the second half, but then they missed 12 of their next 13 shots. Tigers cut it to three, but the Shockers had uh, five straight scoring possessions down the stretch in the final few minutes and beat Texas Southern 65-56 as uh, the Shockers get the job done and get the win last night. Of course, Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl had the call of the game over on 103.7 KEYN as the Shocks are now 7-5 and five, heading into the Christmas break, and conference play awaits after that. We had college basketball action in Lawrence last night, fourth-ranked Kansas, beating Harvard out of the Ivy League, 
68-54 was the final score in this one. Kind of a low-scoring game you would expect when you play a team like Harvard. Crim- uh, the Jayhawks are now 11-1, and and they have nine days off to enjoy their win and their great start to their season. Jalen Wilson led the Jayhawks with 21 points. Jayhawks are 7-0 and at home on the season, and they've won five straight heading into the Christmas break. You heard that game last night over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Of course, we have a big weekend, a big week for hockey here in town. Second place Wichita Thunder hosting the third place Rapid City Rush. Three straight games downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. Thunder won the opener on Wednesday night, and they won again last night, 5-1. to one. The Second of three straight games between these two, as the Rush did not even have a goal in the first 53 minutes of the game. Great job by the Thunder by then. They had a 4-0 lead. The goalie, Zachary. Iman with three dozen saves as Rapid City was 0 for 6 on power play opportunities. Two games down, one more to go. The Thunder and the Rush play one more time, 7 o'clock tonight downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. I understand that jolly old St. Nick will be in the building. Really? Downtown. How about that? Even though he's, it's a very busy time of year, you can meet Santa. And if you want to go to the game free, there are free ticket vouchers at Jumpstart locations. If you want to go to the Thunder game wow. tonight downtown. Believe it or not, we have soccer. It, tonight is the season opener for the Wichita Wings. 7 o'clock at Hartman Arena. Wings open up the season hosting the Kansas Bandits. Tonight, up at Hartman Arena for soccer action. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 622 now. Give it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Lowering your risk for dementia. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 6.30 on a Friday morning. A clear sky and zero degrees. The ongoing Arctic surge and winter weather is making travel plans for Americans this holiday season much more difficult. Fox's Mike Tobin Reports from Chicago. Nature chose one of the busiest times of the year to uncork winter's fury, leaving many travelers with nowhere to rest but the floor of the terminal. Even where the weather had not turned bad, some people got the news their flight was canceled because the weather was bad at the destination. Denver and the Twin Cities seemed to get the storm first. While security lines pushed across the terminal at Minneapolis-St. Paul, the ripple of delays and cancellations caused lines to wrap around the corner at LaGuardia. Atlanta's Hartsfeld-Jackson also saw crowds pile up while the snow accumulated elsewhere. But with the prediction of wind gusts reaching 50 miles per hour in places like Chicago, driving the wind chill to negative 30 and drastically reducing visibility, the storm has the potential to be much more severe than a travel disruption. The storm currently moving toward the east coast into the holiday weekend. The baby chimpanzee that brought worldwide attention to the Sedgwick County Zoo has died. The zoo posted a message on Facebook just before noon on Thursday saying that five-week-old Cachesa was found dead, cradled in his mother's arms Thursday morning. The message said, Our hearts are broken today. It is with the greatest sadness that we have to announce the sudden and unexpected passing of Cachesa, a five-week-old chimpanzee. 
Mother, Mahale, has not been able to part with him yet, so zoo workers have not been able to do a full medical assessment to determine why the baby died. The mother and baby became viral sensations because of the way Mahale reacted after being reunited with Kachesa after a C-section delivery. The zoo said that they will continue to share messages and inspire respect and conservation for Kachesa's wild counterparts in his honor. Steve Boyer, KNSS News. United Methodist Open Door provides food and clothing to people in need across 11 counties in south-central Kansas. KNSS News asked Executive Director Deanne Smith about Open Door's mission. We're about, first and foremost, providing basic needs, but wherever possible, taking the next steps to create positive life changes. But at the base is protecting hope and dignity. Deanne Smith is our guest this weekend on Issues 2022. Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8 on KNSS. Another chip maker facing tough times. Computer memory maker Micron Technology reported a sharp drop in sales and a net loss for its most recent quarter, reflecting rapidly declining demand for its electronics and chips that go into them. Micron also announced it would slash its staff by 10% during the new year through voluntary departures and layoffs, in addition to making other cost-cutting measures as it struggles to deal with too much supply amid a drop in demand. The Idaho-based company has about 48,000 employees throughout the globe, including more than 5,000 workers in Boise. Micron has not yet announced where the layoffs will occur. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A wind chill warning remains in effect with a clear sky, frigid start to the day, sunny and breezy throughout the afternoon with a high 13. Clear tonight, tarlow 2 below zero, not as windy this evening, and then for Christmas Eve, mostly sunny with a high 22. We rise a couple of degrees above freezing on Christmas Day with a high 34. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a clear sky, zero, no degree, well, no, no degrees or no degree, <laughs> zero. Northwest wind at 16 miles per hour. We have a wind chill right now of a 20 below. So it's not uh, as bad as yesterday, but it's pretty close. We just don't have all that wind blowing. blowing. Wow, what a day. Two days until Christmas, uh, last night, last evening, my wife and I were wrapping presents. And I say that uh, rather facetiously because, you know, I pretty much hand my presents for her to her, although there's disguise. She, she doesn't know what they are, but she can usually guess. And then she wraps them up, although I did one for it. The one that couldn't be disguised, I had to wrap it. And I'm not very good at it, Ted. I hear you, you've said you're pretty good at it. I'm just not. Mm, I don't know what it is. You fold paper around a box and you put tape on it. It's not that yeah, hard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that eludes me somehow. No, okay. <laughs> to get it to look really nice. I mean, at the corners, it's always crumpled, you know. No, it's the not. The end part there is, you know. No, no, no. Well, mine is. I mean, you're, you're they're an expert. You know what you're doing. But don't know how to fold paper. That's no. all it is. Just not fold paper and put tape on it. Paper folder, I guess. But uh, Shelly does a terrific job. She'll take mine and. Put a little bow on it, dress it up a little bit. There you go. There's the extra put touch. The finishing touches on nice. it. Nice. Let's see. Today, she's supposed to be. What's she doing today? Supposed to be. She can do what she wants. She's retired. But uh, that doesn't mean she doesn't stay busy. Oh, she says she's busier now than when she worked. I know. Isn't that amazing? She says uh, today's agenda, a baklava is going to be made. Hello. And uh, hers is. No, don't tell me that that's not work. That's, that's That takes, that takes a, a lot while. of doing. Yeah. Take all that phyllo dough and put it in there. Mm-hmm. and it's, you know. But she's doing that today. And uh, wow. Well, that sounds good. Christmas is here. 
Yeah, hey, it's, yeah. all of a sudden we're on the doorstep. I'm curious about uh, Shocker basketball last night. How was the crowd last night? About half full. Okay. But it's, I mean, obviously terribly wow. challenging weather. Yeah, a lot conditions. of people just said, oh, heck with this. But uh, So they had some folks out there. That's good. To have somebody in the There stand. were folks there, and the energy in the building was nothing. nothing. Okay. Well, that's, you know, that's part of There wasn't a lot of juice. So, I mean, there's, you got to have that going. But, I mean, it's usually, the, usually the opponent, Coke and, yeah. There's things like that. Uh, now I'm glad I'm glad to get into conference play. Well, that's true. I think true. fans are tired of playing teams out of the swack. And yeah. It'd be nice to get into conference play and kind of notch things up a little bit here. Okay. Today is uh, December 23rd, of course, and it was on this date in 1913. The Federal Reserve System was created. As uh, President Woodrow Wilson signed the Federal Reserve Act, I'm not exactly, well, I'm, I know what it is, but basically it's people who raise the interest rates, right? Or lower yeah, them. Yeah, that's how, that's how we know them now. Oh, we lower them. Yeah. Like there, was all, there was a big debate about whether it be a national bank or not. And, you know, well, that's just that debate has gone on since yeah. Alexander Hamilton. Right. I mean, that's, that was the basis of all that that was going on in the 1780s. I've got a couple of important birthdays I'm going to mention probably here a little later in the show, but... Uh, I'm just curious. Do you know any Christmas babies? You know any friends who were born on Christmas Day that you can think of? Ooh, that's a good one. A couple. I got a, I like, a couple. If you want to name them, that's if not, that's great. But uh, my late brother-in-law, Tommy Dallas, his his name was uh, Athanasius. Oh boy, Athanasius. But he called him Tommy. He's from Greece, and uh, was married to my wife's sister, Mary. And lived down in Texas, and uh, he was a restaurateur. He was born on he was a Christmas Christmas baby. baby. And then uh, <laughs> I have a friend named Rod Setchell. He's a Christmas baby. He's a Christmas baby. Oh, and uh, yeah, he's kind of he he's kind of like a baby in a manger now. <laughs> I'm sure he's all swaddled up this Rod, morning. Rod Setchell is a piece of work. There's no doubt. That's that's an accurate <laughs> you, statement. You met him, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't know how to relax. Really, he he doesn't have a relax. There's no off button. He doesn't have a relax button. Hmm. Born completely relaxed, unrelaxable. <laughs> so he's always got to be doing something. He's always got to be organizing something. But he's a great <laughs> guy, and uh, we treasure him. Well, of course we do. Yeah, happy That's birthday! Pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Christmas to be a Christmas baby. baby. Yeah. It's uh, time for the KNSS Commodities Update. Is Tom on the, on the line, ready to go? All right, Tom. Good morning, Tom Leffler. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Well, trading Thursday for the cattle complex was much calmer than it was on Wednesday. Yesterday, the live cattle traded and closed mixed in a narrow trading range. The feeder cattle traded mostly higher with new highs for the week and closed positive. The weekly average steer carcass weighed 928 pounds, and the heifers were 851 pounds. The lean hogs futures yesterday continued to trade and close on the positive side. We also saw the cold storage report show year versus year ago. The beef and cold storage is up 6%, and pork is up 13%. At yesterday's close, February live cattle down 40 cents at 157.30. March feeder cattle 72 cents higher at 186.45, and Feb hogs are up 65 cents at 89.05. Well, soybean futures had double-digit downside Thursday, mainly on moisture reports from dry areas of Argentina. Now, only the Kansas City wheat futures closed positive yesterday. 
Black Sea FOB offers for wheat are at the lowest level since February 17th, and the Ukraine continues to lower their corn production estimates, now sitting at only 22 to 23 million metric tons, 46% below the 2021 crop. We're looking right now at March Kansas City wheat, six and a quarter cents higher at 8.72 and a quarter. March corn, four pennies higher at 664 and a half. And March soybean, six and a half cents higher at 1478 and a half. February crude oil is up $1.59 at 7908. February gold, $9.70 higher at $1,805. The March S&P, 6.5 points higher at 3856 March dollar index down 14 cents at $104 even. March Dow Jones futures up 63 points at 33271 For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. My goodness, but yesterday at this time we were just... It was just getting here, wasn't it? <laughs> wow. Exactly. Man, I was I don't think I've ever seen weather like that. Um, you know, with the wind blowing the, the, like that and and the, and the snow. how was it in Augusta? I doubt if it was much different from here in Wichita, right? No, it wasn't much different. We picked up a, I'd say between an inch and an inch and a half of snow, a little hard to tell the way it was blowing. Yeah, we got uh, 3 inches that's uh at Eisenhower Airport, but it's like who? Somebody told me one time. I think maybe it was Chance Hayes out the weather service. Said, Trying to predict snow depth is is he's in fool's game. Nobody can do it accurately. But uh, I've heard the same thing. We got Barano at KSN got pretty close, one to three. So that's pretty close. That's pretty much what everybody got was somewhere in that range. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. I I do remember a uh, almost well not not nearly as bad but similar conditions. Uh, when uh, we held the funeral for my, my grandmother out in western Kansas. Uh, snow was about, but the snow there was about uh, eight, nine inches deep. And it was snowing and blowing, and we took the, took the hearse out to the, to the, the a cemetery there in uh, Burdette. And uh, my brothers and I were pallbearers. And I'm, I'm out there with my dress shoes and my suit on, and the snow was up to my ankles. <laughs> it was, it was, and it was miserable. It was a bad day. But it sounds like it. Thanks, good. Thank goodness we don't have them very often. But uh, hey, listen, <laughs> uh, we'll be back here next Tuesday morning. You'll you'll be with us, I'm sure. You always are, uh, because one thing about it, uh, you're, you're like us. You you're not not that great, but you're dependable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I've heard that before. Even my wife your sometimes, wife. you know, mentions that to me. Oh, bless her heart. All right, we <laughs> just tell you what. Have, have, you all have a merry Christmas, okay? You guys all have a Merry Christmas, too, and thank you, guys. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Merry Tom, Christmas. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodity, 643, Stephen Ted. Coming up, Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, admittedly bad money mistakes. Uh-oh. That's a good message on December 23rd. Yeah, I wonder if these are going to be, like, personal anecdotes. Ah, for we'll, we'll find, we'll find out. out. Yeah. Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Stephen Ted in the morning, 647 here on this Friday morning. And I've brought me some corn for five. Three big things. Three. Basketball, Wichita State 65, Texas Southern 56. Two. Senate passes big spending bill and sends it to the House. House committee releases final report on January 6th riot at the Capitol. One. Kansas recovering from a powerful winter storm with blowing snow and temperatures down to 40 below. 
Three big things Stephen did on KNSS. The traffic conditions today, not nearly so bad because we don't have the blowing snow out there really badly affecting visibility like we did at this time yesterday. However, the road's still slippery out there. And so uh, definitely a good idea to be careful. We've still got the roads listed as at least partially uh, snow-packed with uh, plowed snow out there. The thing's still slippery. Again, beware on the bridges, overpasses, on and off ramps, uh, any of those elevated roadways. Traffic update, 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny, breezy, and cold today with a high of 13 degrees. Clear and cold tonight, the overnight low 1. Saturday, mostly sunny and warmer. Tomorrow's high, 21 degrees. Now, clear sky, 0 degrees. Northwest wind at 16 miles per hour. The wind chill is 20 below. Steve and Ted in the morning, red, white, and Air Force blue Christmas holiday special featuring pentatonics. Listen this Saturday at 10 a.m., Sunday at 11 a.m., right here on KNSS, and happy holidays from KNSS. Yeah. Uh, down close on Wall Street Thursday. Stocks falling after better-than-expected revised GDP data fueled worries that the Fed might continue to aggressively raise interest rates. All 11 of the S&P 500 sectors ending lower, with tech leading the charge. And Micron Technology stock falling 3% after the chipmaker posted first quarter results that missed analyst estimates and said it would be cutting staff by about 10% next year. And shares of AMC Entertainment plunging after the movie theater operator said it will raise $110 million in new capital while also proposing a reverse stocks. Split. The Dow winners, Nike, Verizon, and Merck. The Dow decliners, Boeing, Apple, and Goldman Sachs. The Dow falling 349 points. The Nasdaq down 233. S&P 500 down 56. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Cryptocurrency entrepreneur Sam Bankman-Fried left Manhattan federal court after his parents signed a $250 million personal recognizance bond. He wore an electronic monitoring bracelet as he rushed to a car Thursday to head with his parents to their California home to await trial. Bankman Freed is accused of swindling investors and looting customer deposits on his FTX trading platform. If his parents, do they have that much money they can afford to sign a $250 million? I guess this guy started on third base and thought he hit a triple there. Let's take a look at uh, Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Admittedly, bad money mistakes. Hello, Don. Good morning. I've learned that when I make a mistake, it's best to immediately work to fix the situation. Acknowledge the problem so that it doesn't happen again. I've made several mistakes that affect just me. Well, they are easier to rectify, but more difficult to admit to others. An article in GoBankingRates.com lists money mistakes that investors are happy to share with others as they want to help someone else avoid the same mishap. First of all, fear and greed investment decisions. During the real estate recession of 08-09, many investors sold their stock market investments and went into cash, fearing that their accounts would go to zero. The chances of a total wipeout of diversified investments is very slim. The markets have a solid history of recovery after a dip, so the fear that led to fleeing from the markets locked in losses for many of those investors. Do your research. Don't invest emotionally and take history into account when making those decisions. Overbuying real estate. Some investors report that they regret buying homes that were just too big and too expensive. 
It might work on paper, but that doesn't mean it's one's financial situation won't change and create a burden over time. Don't become house poor. You've heard that expression, I'm sure. I would advise it's best to save for a large down payment, then buy an easily affordable home. Being scammed. This one is tough for many to admit. Investors are seduced by an ad or maybe even a pitch from an acquaintance. This sounds cliche, but if it sounds too good to be true, well, you know the rest of that line. Never invest emotionally. Do your due diligence in the investment and particularly the people behind the opportunity before you throw your money into the pot. Not saving for a specific purpose. How will you pay for your kid's college or how will you buy that vacation home? Unless you're swimming in cash, that money won't just appear in the right amount for a specific need. To save for college, specify an investment strategy and an account for that purpose. Don't leave it up to chance. Of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call at our new number, 267-0600. Give me a call. All right. Thank you, Don. 653 now. Stephen's head in the morning here on KNSS. Festivus is perfect for those who don't have a traditional holiday to celebrate. Although it sounds paradoxical, its purpose makes a lot of sense. Not everyone has a major holiday to celebrate, like Christmas, Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa, and they they can feel left out. This holiday gives many people a non-denominational and non-commercial holiday to call their own. Festivus is for everybody, and, of course, it doesn't exist, except that it's been made up by, what, George Costanza's dad. Yeah, on, on Seinfeld. On Seinfeld. But what a... What an interesting idea and concept. And it's a funny episode. You uh, presented me with a Festivus poll. I bought poll. you a Festivus poll a couple years back. Years, that, that's beautiful. That was perfect for you. So the, is the celebrating Festivus, uh, there are, let's see, what are there? Airing of past grievances? Yes. That's part of it. Um, and then what? Feats of strength? Feats of strength. <laughs> and what else did he come up with? Uh, I think the the erection of the uh, Festivus poll. The Festivus poll. Yeah. Well, uh, of course, you had Jerry Stiller, who I thought was just hilarious, mm-hmm. especially in that role as George Costanza's dad. Yep, that. just classic he was, stuff. He was perfect. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, whoever decided to cast Jerry Stiller in that role, he it was perfect. Amazing. This is every time he walked on into the, onto the scene, I just started laughing. But he was amazing. Great. Has he passed away? Yes, Jerry has passed. Wow. And I remember as a kid watching him and his uh, wife, Stiller and Mira. And yeah, they Mira were a comedy him. team, husband-wife yeah. comedy duo. And they, they would see him on Ed, Ed Sullivan. Back in the days night. when they were comedy duos. Yeah. They don't really exist anymore. But, yeah. And I saw a PC the other day on somebody that I meant to mention this to you. Was it uh, Sunday morning on CBS? I think it was. They, they did the Smothers Brothers. Oh, really? They're still around, and they're, they're got their, they've got an act going. They don't do music anymore. They just stand up and, and they just and do, do little the, bits, yeah, bits. Just do bits. And I, I've seen them. I saw them at the Crown Uptown here in Wichita. Yeah, and I saw them at the Orpheum. You saw them at the Orpheum, and they were funny. It, oh, oh my yes, gosh, they were. They were funny. It was a treat. And CBS had them on the other. That's the I network. Mean, I grew up listening to all their records. Yeah, yeah. CBS had them on the network that kicked them out off the network. That's right. They had them on. That was funny. All right, celebrating Festivus today, along with the course of Christmas season with Steve and Ted. 6.55 here on this uh, Friday morning and uh, top of the hour news coming up here at 7 o'clock. We're going to talk about the Kansas recovering after the winter storm and Senate passing a spending bill and sending it to the House. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS.
Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Fortis Advisors is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Tis the season. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.